Welcome to today's Daily PBJ Devotional. If you're reading the Old Testament schedule, read Exodus 13, Job 31, and Psalm 61. This devotional is about Exodus 13, 19, but I'll read all of Exodus 13 for us today. Then the Lord said to Moses, Consecrate to me every firstborn male. The firstborn from every womb among the Israelites belongs to me, both of man and beast. So Moses told the people, Remember this day, the day you came out of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. For the Lord brought you out of it by the strength of his hand, and nothing leavened shall be eaten. Today, in the month of Abib, you are leaving. And when the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Hivites, and Jebusites, the land he swore to your fathers that he would give you, a land flowing with milk and honey, you shall keep this service in this month. For seven days you are to eat unleavened bread, and on the seventh day there shall be a feast to the Lord. Unleavened bread shall be eaten during those seven days. Nothing leavened may be found among you, nor shall leaven be found anywhere within your borders. And on that day you are to explain to your son, This is because of what the Lord did for me when I came out of Egypt. It shall be a sign for you on your hand, and a reminder on your forehead, that the law of the Lord is to be on your lips. For with a mighty hand the Lord brought you out of Egypt. Therefore you shall keep this statute at the appointed time year after year. And after the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites and gives it to you as he swore to you and your fathers, you are to present to the Lord the firstborn male of every womb. All the firstborn males of your livestock belong to the Lord. You must redeem every firstborn donkey with a lamb. And if you do not redeem it, you are to break its neck. And every firstborn of your sons you must redeem. In the future, when your son asks you, What does this mean? You are to tell him, With a mighty hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. And when Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, the Lord killed every firstborn in the land of Egypt, both of man and beast. This is why I sacrifice to the Lord the firstborn male of every womb, but I redeem all the firstborn of my sons. So it shall serve as a sign on your hand and a symbol on your forehead. For with a mighty hand the Lord brought us out of Egypt. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them along the road through the land of the Philistines, though it was shorter. For God said, If the people face war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led the people around by the way of the wilderness toward the Red Sea. And the Israelites left the land of Egypt arrayed for battle. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, because Joseph had made the sons of Israel swear a solemn oath when he said, God will surely attend to you, and then you must carry my bones with you from this place. They set out from Succoth and camped at Etham on the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them in a pillar of cloud to guide their way by day, and a pillar of fire to give them light by night, so that they could travel by day or night. Neither the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place before the people. This is God's word. 
Once again, this devotional is really about one verse, Exodus 13, 19, which says, and this is the NIV's rendering, Moses took the bones of Joseph with him because Joseph had made the Israelites swear an oath. He had said, God will surely come to your aid, and then you must carry my bones up with you from this place. Around 400 years passed between the death of Joseph and the birth of Moses. Joseph certainly was known among the Jewish people of Moses' time. He was the father of two of the tribes of Israel, after all. But he was far from the forefront of anyone's mind by the time the events of Exodus 13 happened. All the best events of Joseph's adult life happened in Egypt. In Egypt, he was wealthy and powerful. He was revered in Egypt for saving the people from starvation, even though his policies reduced them to slavery, according to Genesis 47, verse 21. Given all of this, it would be hard for anyone to criticize Joseph for not thinking of himself as an Egyptian. But here in Exodus 13, 19, we learned that Joseph never gave up his Jewish heritage or his Jewish hope. The fact that he commanded his descendants to dig up his bones and carry them to the promised land for burial shows you where his heart really was. Joseph fully believed in the promises of God. Those promises that God had made to his family, as this symbolic act demonstrated. Hebrews 11.22 referred to this verse and told us that Joseph's instructions were an act of faith. Although God's promises would be realized outside of his lifetime, Joseph believed firmly that they would happen. In a sense, this happens to every believer in Christ when we die. Our hope is not just that we will live in heaven after death. Our hope is that all of God's promises in Christ to us will be kept, including his promise of the resurrection. We may not live to see the day that Christ returns and raises the dead, but we will be raised again to reign with him if our hope and faith are truly in Jesus Christ. So keep that in mind today and learn to live like Joseph did with the future, God's future, the kingdom future, always in your mind. And I'll see you next time. May God bless you. I hope you have a great day today.